0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are going to be discussing the first full moon of 2023 that's taking place on January 6th as this publishes. But before we get started, as always, I like to remind you all that I study the Vedic sidereal system of astrology, so it's going to be different than the western tropical system. And I also want to say that this new year so far has been so fun for me so far. And so I hope that wherever you are, that you are also having a wonderful start to 2023. I was invited on the Highest Self podcast with Sahara Rose, and that was an amazing Opportunity. I had so much fun. Sahara is so lovely to work with. And so she is really, um, Very, very skilled and well-learned in Ayurveda. And so Ayurveda is the science of life, which is the sister science to Jyotish, which is Vedic astrology, which is the science of light. And so this year on her podcast, she was really wanting to amplify the Vedic sciences. She was really wanting to share Vedic astrology with her audience, and she was generous enough to have me on to share and have a conversation with her about vedic astrology and so that's been a lot of fun connecting with her community has been really really sweet and this weekend on january 8th i am doing a two-hour workshop for her doing the entirety of 2023 predictions the big transits and then also month by month what to expect in her rose gold goddess circle so if you are interested in joining that it would be so lovely to have you and i believe that the predictions are going to be recorded, and then whenever you join the program for the rest of the year, you'll have access to them. So that is another opportunity that's coming up, and I will be announcing my own workshop that I do. I do yearly predictions every year, and so I'll be sharing when, uh, when we'll be doing that sometime later in the month. So jumping into this month, this month of January, I am viewing this month as a an amazing initiation on an individual level but also on a collective level so this month in january of 2023 we are going to hit i genuinely believe a pivotal point in time and so what's happening is that the planet saturn is moving from the sidereal sign of capricorn to the sidereal sign of aquarius and so saturn is going to be in aquarius from january 17th 2023 until march 30th 2025. saturn is the planet of karmic retribution it is a social planet Okay, so the slower moving planets, the planets of Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn stays in a sign for about two and a half years. Jupiter stays in a sign for about a year. They are social planets because they have an influence on the collective. They have an influence on society, culture, fashion, ideals, what we're focusing on, what is being imposed upon us. So for about... You know, since 2020, there was a small period of time where Saturn entered Aquarius and then retrograded back into Capricorn. But for the vast majority of the time since 2020, Saturn has been in Capricorn. Okay. So Capricorn has had this heavy influence on the United States, but also across the globe. Capricorn is the sign of government structures, economy, currency what holds things together it's also it's a very heavy sign it has a lot to do with responsibility being practical capricorn also has a lot to do with the underdog i think that in this period of time so much has come to light about injustices um, inequality things that are happening that are unethical so much corruption came to light so many scandals Right? As I was mentioning, Saturn is karmic retribution. There were a few other transits happening that kind of brought the scandals and the corruption to light, but you know, Saturn and Capricorn had a lot to do with it. And of course, there were the lockdowns, right? Where you know, regardless of how you feel about it, I know all of us have a different idea, but we we there was a demonstration of the government power. And there's also Pluto. Right, we're going through this <laughs> since 2020 as well. Pluto also entered Capricorn. We're going to talk all about this in the 2023 predictions. But this is really unprecedented territory for the United States because Pluto entered Capricorn for the entire world which really put an emphasis on structures of government. We've seen governments all over the world be changing and having leaders be questioned and uh, the currencies are being questioned, new revolutionary ideas around wealth and managing money, you know, like with cryptocurrency and things like that and systems of government. And so this is a global thing, but for the United States, Pluto return is happening and we've never had a Pluto return before. So Pluto return Capricorn is really going to continue shaking these things up. But back to Saturn for now. Saturn is finally moving into the sign of Aquarius. January 17th. So Again, we're like coming up to this turning point. And I've been talking about this for a while. Aquarius, Saturn being in Aquarius, it's still in its own sign. In Vedic astrology, we have a term called Mula Trachon. It means in its own office. So when Saturn is in Aquarius, it's in its own office. It feels able to do its work. So Saturn in Aquarius is very positive. And Aquarius... To me, when I think about Saturn and Aquarius, I think about power to the people type of energy. Aquarius is the sign of coming together. It's the sign of humanitarian efforts. It's the sign of healing in many regards. The nakshatra, one of the nakshatras in um, Aquarius is Shadabisha, which is the hundred healers. So there's this connection to healing. And Aquarius is the 11th sign. So it has this association to the 11th house, which is forward thinking, future planning, hopes and wishes, humanitarian efforts. So again, there's going to be an emphasis on people coming together to support a cause or an idea that's bigger than themselves. And so one of the last times that Saturn was in Aquarius, we saw civil rights movements. We saw people protesting war. And so we saw these groups of people coming together again to promote values that were pushing back against government forces, you know, or the powers that be. People wanting power back, people wanting to have a voice, wanting to have a say, wanting to come together to make a change. And so I really think that that's what Saturn in Aquarius is going to be about. And it is very revolutionary and very rebellious. When I was doing research on Saturn and Aquarius, yes, we saw people coming together. We saw a lot of amazing progress and a lot of these efforts for humanitarian, altruistic causes. And there were a lot of rebellions and there were a lot of revolutionary acts because sometimes you know, we can think of revolution and perhaps we think it's like a really positive thing, right? We think about it in the in the sense, as I was mentioning earlier, like people coming together. But there are rebel groups in the world. You know, there are rebellions and groups of people that have uprisings that may be more violent or chaotic. And so this is a possibility as well. And so I think that we will see people coming together and, and forming groups that are powerful and influential. And I think that some of it may be in a more peaceful way. I think some of it may be in a little bit more of an aggressive way. And so that is something that we will need to watch out for. And something that I always mention, you know, about these transits is, we know that the United States is going to have a Pluto return and the exact degrees are going to happen in 2024. And so I'm anticipating some pretty intense shifts and changes, at least for the United States, but big change doesn't happen out of nowhere, right? Usually there have to be events leading up to those changes. And so I think throughout 2023, we're going to see some pretty good questions being asked and people pointing out issues that need to be addressed. And I think that it's going to have a positive, powerful impact. And I do think, you know, I, I don't want to paint the picture that everything is going to be peaceful and easy. I think that 2023 is going to be easier than 2022, (laughs) but I still think that there's going to be a lot of change in the upcoming years and big events need to happen for change to occur. So I do anticipate some pretty intense events and there are going to be intense events in 2023. Again, we'll talk all about it in the 2023 Predictions, And so some of the other notes I made for Saturn in Aquarius is that the United States is in Sati Sati. United States has been in Sati Sati since 2020. And so these two years are going to be uh, the more intense years of, of Sati Sati for the United States i made the note that of course aquarius is a sign of revolutionary ideas thinking outside the box some rebelliousness historically there have been a lot of calls for peace treaties and coming together to create peace we did see that and again right last time saturn was in aquarius we saw the protesting wars and civil rights movement so all of that really good stuff Emphasis on justice and equality, health and healing, as we talked about, justice from injustices in the past. That was something else I saw in the research is that there were injustices made previously where justice was finally served when Saturn was in Aquarius. So there may be some old court cases coming back or injustices made that resurface that are rectified and changes in global connections countries or alliances as a possibility as well and so this is really just focusing on Saturn and Aquarius in 2023 we have a lot of really big shifts happening in the in the year of 2023 for me I think it's really exciting and really interesting and right now we're just kind of focusing on Saturn and of course wherever Saturn is transiting in your chart it's going to affect us all differently and so all of us are preparing to feel monumental shift in our own personal lives and so i'm sure i'll do a podcast on saturn and aquarius for each of the 12 signs i'll go more in depth on patreon patreon.com slash astrology now podcast so this is this pivot point that we're getting ready for kind of venturing into a new era a new climate and culture just collectively focusing on on new things and I, I also want to say that with the humanitarian aspect, I think that there was a lot of that corruption revealed. I think that there was a lot of inequality revealed. And I think that that will be, I want to say repaired while Saturn is an Aquarius, but I think it will take more time. I think that there will be steps taken to repair these things. So that is really what we have to look forward to. And just a reminder as well that Saturn is this slow-moving planet, right? And it is the planet of karma, discipline, maturity, stewardship. It has so much to do with being practical it moves slowly. So the results of Saturn are revealed slowly over time. So when we hit January 17th, not everything is going to change instantaneously, but we'll see the unfolding through the next couple of months into 2023 and into 2024. Similarly, for our own birth chart, Saturn is going to influence an entirely new area of life, and we will begin seeing those changes in the upcoming months that is going to be one of the hallmarks of the month. And of course, Mars is going to go direct and Mercury is going to go direct. So Mars will go direct on January 12th at 13 degrees of Taurus. So if you have any planets at 13 degrees of Taurus, this could be a very powerful time for you. Mercury is going to go direct on January 18th. And so until then, until January 18th, we're still going to see some of this confusion with you know, things that are happening in the government. There's a lot of stop, go. There's a lot of back and forth. There's some confusion. Laws are getting brought back up. I was reading an article about how a law was passed on reproduction and now they're going back and they're saying it's unethical. We're going to see back and forth on this because Sagittarius is the sign of law and order and virtue ethics. It's also, of course, the sign of travel. So we've been seeing those travel delays after January 18th, things should really level out in regards to these things so that's really positive and then of course with mars mars being retrograde has really caused a lot of violence and chaos and issues with anger or frustration so mars going direct i believe is going to be quite helpful we have a few months of 2023 that are going to be a little bit rockier Things will get a little bit easier as we move through the middle of the year, and then things will get um, a little bit bumpier again. But anyway, we'll talk. We'll talk all about that later. <laughs> so that is the major transits for January. But I'd love to spend some time focusing on this amazing full moon that we are going to have today, as you are listening to this. And so, the way that I was taught in Vedic astrology is that the full moon is a time of releasing and letting go. And if you listened to the tw- the last segment of 2022, we spent a lot of time processing and reflecting on the year and reveling in the moments that made 2022 magical. And we also took some time to you know, process and work through some of the more challenging things that may have happened and things that we may still be working with and grappling with and maybe even forgiving how we handled things in 2022 or how we mismanaged things so that we can lighten the burden and step more freely into the year of 2023. And so in this segment i really wanted to focus on moving forward into this year and really making a commitment to what it is that we want to manifest and what what it is that we want to create our heart's desire for 2023 and so we'll spend some time talking about that in a moment but this full moon that we're experiencing is in the sign of gemini in the nakshatra of Varsu. And so this nakshatra is associated to the returning of the light. And I love Vedic astrology because there's always a story, right? Nothing is ever completely simple. There's always this really in-depth, beautiful story to explain. And so the nakshatra right before Purnavarsu is Ardra. And Ardra is governed by Rudra, the god of the storms and it's all about demolition and destruction. Pranarvarsu comes right after Ardra and this is the calm after the storm. This is the rejuvenation and I really you know this nakshatra inspires me to remember the dualistic nature of material reality and that means that There is always a little bit of darkness in light, and there is always light to be found in darkness. And this is how it is in nature, and this is how it is in life. You know, as we move through things mentally, psychologically, emotionally, when we go outside at midday, there are still shadows on the earth, right? When we go outside at night, there are still stars, And I'm sure many of us, sometimes in order to receive a great gift, there has to be some sort of sacrifice. And sometimes when we move through some difficulties or challenges, after the fact, we can usually take a lot of wisdom and a lot of pearls of truth from those moments. So this nakshatra for me, it really helps remind me of that. And so as we move into 2023, as we experience the ups and downs and the fluctuations, we can come back to this space of equanimity, this equal mind. So when we're on top of the highs, we can feel it and we can be happy, but we don't get too attached, right? And then when the lows are lows, we can really feel it and process it and grieve as we should while also having that faith that there is going to be this moment of light again. And so, the path of yoga, the path of spirituality, it's about maintaining that mind, that equal mind, that mind of equanimity. And I think that that place is so much more accessible when we remind ourselves of the duality, which is what Varsu <laughs> is all about. The goddess for Varsu is a deity. And so, this is the mother of celestial beings. She offers so much nourishment and fertility and support. And so again, this is an amazing opportunity to kick off 2023. If you're into manifestations or intention setting, setting goals and ambitions, this is an amazing and beautiful time. Finally, the symbol for Purno Versu is an arrow, which is like movement, right? Progress. It hits the dart with accuracy, which is what we're hopefully doing when it comes to our future and what it is that we're creating. I do want to say for this full moon, Mercury is retrograding and it is directly aspecting the moon. So there could be some moments of confusion. There could be some miscommunications. There could be something from the past that kind of comes up, maybe even a little bit more emotion. And so just be extra mindful of miscommunications or issues with technology. This is this is the time to contemplate. This is the time to process and percolate. And so I'm going to offer you all a reflection exercise that was actually given to me by my therapist. <laughs> and uh, if you're new here, I talk about my therapist a lot. I've been with her for a long time, since 2017. And uh, she had me go through this exercise before, and it was very, very profound. And so there are two parts to it. The first part is gonna sound really familiar. The second part I believe is, is quite profound. So as you are, and you might, you know, if you wanna grab a journal and a pen, you're welcome to. But as you are thinking about 2023, think about your heart's desire for this year what is your heart's desire wherever your mind immediately goes to how would it feel for that thing or idea or person to be in your life and be as specific as possible and so write out what it is in detail so if it's a relationship writing out verbatim your perfect relationship and don't hold back when i was doing this exercise with her i found myself feeling kind of silly i found myself thinking things like i don't deserve this or this could never happen to me and so i shared that with her and she's like it's great that you're feeling that way (laughs) she's like let those feelings come up set them to the side let your mind go what is it no limitations no limiting beliefs no negative mindset untethered untamed what is it that you're wanting to call in in detail could be a relationship it could be a business idea it could be some sort of creative project you're working on something that i don't i can't even think of right now what is it word for word as specific as possible no you know no limits and then take time to write on what it would be like for this thing to be in your life so if it's a relationship what time will y'all wake up together how many hours a week will you spend together what is the energetic climate what are values that you share what does your nervous system feel like with this person how often Like, do you guys talk on the phone? Do you text throughout the day? Who buys the groceries? (laughs) Like, whatever you want to allow to come into your psyche. Same thing with a job. Like, if you want to manifest a certain job, what time will you wake up? What will you wear? How many hours will you spend? Will you respond to emails on weekends? What are the coworkers like? Like, really try to imagine the feeling of what it would be like to have this thing in your life. Maybe it's a baby. You know, one of my best friends is is working on a fertility journey. So what would it be like to have a baby at home? What what would your daily routine be like? What would it feel like to, to step into a nursery? So take time, write it down, be as specific as possible. Then, step two. What kind of person do you need to be to accept this in your life what qualities do you need to cultivate what do you need to release and let go of how do you need to show up how are you going to handle conflict like if it's a person right how are you going to show up in conflict for your perfect person what parts of yourself do you need to let go of to show up fully for this person? Maybe jealousy, resentment, some sort of like sneaky behavior we may have, some sort of habit or addiction. For a job, what do we need to let go of? What do we need to step into? What do we need to harness in ourself to really have that career that we want? Because when we focus on changing ourself and up-leveling ourself and showing up for ourself in this really amazing way, in a way of really high standard with a lot of integrity. It's amazing how different things show up in our life. Different people come into our life. People are attracted to us in a different way. Opportunities come in a different way because things usually happen when we're ready. And things really change when we change. (laughs) And things really up-level when we up-level. So what kind of person do we need to be in 2023 to welcome this thing in? And again, it's a full moon. It could be a time of release and letting go. What is a time to release? The fear that we're not good enough. The fear that we don't deserve it. The fear that it's not possible. That there's some sort of imaginary block or limitation that's keeping us from it. And you guys know this, if you've been listening to the podcast, I've posted a podcast before talking about fear and how so often fear isn't even ours. It's like we develop fear through other people, you know, like either relationships with our friends or family or partners. We cultivate fear as some sort of defense mechanism, but it's not. Oftentimes it has nothing to do with us or our personality. So, we have to be willing to release the fear within us so that we can be courageous enough to accept what we're wanting out of life, what we're hoping for, what our dharma is, what our manifestations are. Welcoming things in, manifesting, up leveling however you would like to call it, it takes bravery. Because oftentimes when we're welcoming these gifts into our life, it requires a lot of sacrifice and a lot of change and change can be really uncomfortable. But I really encourage all of you who are listening to kind of take that plunge and be courageous enough to change, allow yourself to release and let go so that you can really step fully into this future that you're wanting to create for yourself. And so that is what I have for this upcoming full moon. I hope that you take advantage of it. I would love to hear what your manifestations are or intentions or goals or how you're going to up level. I want to hear it all. I think that there's a place to comment on Spotify or you can post on Instagram or send it to me on Instagram. I'd love to know. So. This is what I had for the mini January horoscope and full moon forecast. I hope that you all enjoyed it. If you are wanting to join the 2023 predictions, the two-hour workshop, you can sign up for Sahara Rose's Rose Gold Goddess Circle. Again, it's going to be recorded, so if you join later in the year, it will be accessible. And if you can't join that, I plan on doing my yearly horoscope Um, a little bit later this month and if you enjoyed this podcast please be sure to leave a review it helps me it helps astrology now it helps my small business my instagram is astrology now underscore podcast website is innerknowing.yoga and again patreon is patreon.com slash astrology now podcast again my name is christine rodriguez this is astrology now thank you so much